Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We have another amazing entrepreneur with us today. Her name is Tammy, and she's calling in from Ohio. She's both an author and also the owner of an online health and wellness franchise, Juice Plus Tower Garden. Tammy, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to hop on the podcast with me and just to share yourself and what you're up to with my audience. I know they're going to derive a lot of value from it. I'm sure I'll have a lot of fun. I hope you do too. Okay, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your book? Yeah, so I left on a business trip several years ago um, as a freelance business consultant and came back with an unwanted gift. Long story short, I was exposed to an environmentally associated bacteria from contaminated water while there. And that caused a chronic inflammatory breast disease, which is typically benign, known as granulomatous mastitis. And what I found through my own Aaron Brockovich-like journey, which led me to becoming now known as the diagnosis detective, it is a very poorly understood and under-practiced disease that's affecting women across the world. And I knew that if I wrote a book, it could be such a valuable tool and resource to not only patients everywhere, but doctors alike. And that's when I decided to make that a reality during the pandemic when my career, like many others, was affected professionally. Can you tell us a little bit more about the disease, maybe what some of the symptoms and the effects are? Yeah. So first I want to say, just as as advice to anyone traveling, is really just be aware of your surroundings, know what the risks are and what you're going to be doing. There's lakes and rivers and oceans. There is always going to be a potential risk factor there when it comes to certain opportunistic infections and pathogens. And I think many of us take that for granted. And let's say you're going to travel to Florida, South Florida in particular, Southwest Florida, and they see a lot of red tide there. And because you don't live there, you may not know of this of its existence or what the certain bacteria levels may be at a certain given time. So I do want to say that when it comes to to travel, and I know a lot of people do that for business purposes as well. But the disease in particular, granulomatous mastitis, it was, like I said, it was from the environmentally associated bacteria. And when I was on that business trip, that's where I was exposed as well as another gentleman on that trip. But for him, the infection was isolated to his ankle. And the symptoms of the granulomatous mastitis disease that I got diagnosed with initially felt very flu-like. I almost felt in a way like I was having some sort of septic response. And my breast were tender and sore, which for me is not typically 
something that I experienced. And that's what prompted me to do a self-breast exam. And I noticed a hardened area and a lump in my right breast and called my doctor and everything just escalated from there. It mimicked breast cancer on imaging. In fact, that's what my medical team was prepared to give me as a diagnosis. But the biopsy actually resulted what we call GM for short. And I knew there had to be something causing it especially after a conversation that I had with the radiologist that performed that biopsy. And it was my mission and my motivation to get answers. And I literally took matters into my own hands. And had I not, things would have been entirely different for me because I would have been facing a mastectomy had the inflammatory process not resolved on its own. Yeah, that brings up uh, a subject which is so important. And as many medical wonders as we have today and as helpful as doctors and medicine can be, at the end of the day, it's also up to you to take control of your own health and your own body and make sure you get the help that you need because there's also a lot of misdiagnosis out there. There are different doctors who aren't aware of different things that are out there. And so it's just so important to take control of your health. I think that ties in a little bit to the franchise business that you have, because that's around the health and wellness space. Can you tell people a little bit more about what that business is like? Yeah. So my virtual franchise uh, is with a company called Juice Plus Tower Garden. And I got involved with the company actually a few months after I had surgery for the granulomatous mastitis disease. And now, especially more than ever, I live a life that is centric around health and wellness. And Juice Plus aligns with that. And so our Juice Plus part of the business is basically helping individuals and families live a healthier life through more convenient nutrition by bridging the gap from what many people might be missing in their everyday diet. One of our products in particular provides over 30 fruits and vegetables of real whole food nutrition made easily available in easy to swallow capsules or gummies. And we have an amazing program called the Healthy Starts for Families. And for some individuals, they qualify for that family, whereas a paying adult customer can give the same product to their child at no charge. And then the tower garden part of the company is an aeroponic vertical garden that you can use 365 days a year to grow your own vegetables and greens and what your personal interests are. And it really makes the farm to table as easy as possible. Okay, Tammy, now I got to know, what are you growing right now at home in your vertical garden? Oh my gosh. I will say this. I've been seeing on social media lately that so many people are looking forward to growing strawberries this year. It's not something that you would typically grow indoors, like here in Ohio, like all year round, um, obviously have to wait for the warmer weather. But so many people I'm seeing on social media are looking forward to that for sure. I would say a lot of people grow a ton of greens. They grow kale, different types of lettuce. We also have the ability to grow herbs, which I love in particular. I love to cook with different spices and herbs and nothing tastes better than having it fresh. And you can use everything organic. You can buy all organic seedlings and have your own organic aeroponic vertical garden. And you really can just pick it, 
eat it or pick it, cook with it or pick it and serve it. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I've had a number of different similar products in my home. And one, it's awesome just to watch it grow there. And like you said, know that it's coming right from in front of you. You know how it's being processed. It's not being driven from the other side of the country or the world and all of that. And yeah, it's just very useful and so great for people to get more connected with what their food source is for sure. Yeah. And kids, they love it. Sometimes it can be hard for parents to get their kids excited about eating vegetables at mealtime, but when they actually see it and they're like part of that growing and caring process, it really changes things. Yeah. My hope is that actually they'll take all of these office buildings that are now mostly empty and that are losing value and turn them all into vertical gardens to feed everybody in this country. That would be super cool. I love it. Now, let me ask you, uh, Tammy, in the franchise business, what is your biggest financial roadblock or the biggest challenge you've had financially? I'm going to use a more of a, a general buy. So besides my virtual franchise with Juice Plus and Tower Garden, I am a freelance business consultant in the franchise space where I've been for the past 18 years. And I would say when you're looking at like financial obstacles, it is really operating capital. And a lot of franchisees that I've come in contact with over all of these different years is you often come across where they're like, I know I've got this marketing plan or you want me to do X, Y, Z. I don't really have the money right now to do that. That can be a challenge because people aren't just going to call your phone or they're not going to show up knocking on your door. You've got to use that marketing strategy. And that includes both a, a national level as well as local level marketing. And I think a lot of these franchisees have this false sense of vision that I'm going to start this franchise and everyone's just going to come hound me for business. You've got to market your company just like any other business. So I think that is probably one of the roadblocks that can prevent franchisees from moving at the speed or the direction that they were hoping to do. They've got to be able to have that growth, but there's got to be programs, processes, and procedures in place as well as them having that grit to get there. Yeah, absolutely. That's so crucial. And that's why I'm a big fan and proponent of the franchising space because those systems and processes are so important. I came up in my career in restaurant industry and corporate restaurants. And I've also owned businesses and also worked in businesses where they didn't have those same systems and processes in place. And there's a reason that some restaurants have 2000 chains and some of them have two. And that's that structure and the ability to replicate and give it to somebody else and hand it off and say, look, we'll give you all the training. We'll give you all the systems. We'll hook you up with the vendors. And all you have to do is learn and follow the process. Now, can you tell me how you got into the franchising space to begin with all that time ago? Yeah, that's a great question. I actually started my career in corporate America. And when it was about 2005, my father was a former executive of a company then and was forced into early retirement. But he was not at the age bracket really where he was ready for a full retirement to occur. And so that's when he looked at franchising opportunities. And so he came to me and said, this is something that I'm thinking about doing, but I don't necessarily want to get involved with it on my own. 
would this be something if I decided to do this that you would essentially want to co-partner with me on? And so that's what we did. And we started a franchise in home inspections. And I knew we were going to be in that ramp up startup mode. So I also joined Gold's Gym Franchising and worked with an area developer for them. So I was doing both of those roles cohesively during that time. And from there, that's how my franchising career took off. I worked with a couple of franchise systems directly in various positions and then decided to go freelancing in 2008. So as you can imagine, I've worked with a multitude of franchise systems since and really helping more of these emerging or startup franchise brands that get a FDD, they get their franchise agreement ready, but they're new to franchising. And at that point, they're ready to franchise, but then they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And so that's when I come in and I really familiarize them with the franchise industry, obstacles they may face, what they need to plan for, what they can expect, and really just review everything that they have in place so that they're going to be able to move forward appropriately and effectively. Gotcha. Now I've got two questions from that. The first one is, what is your favorite franchise or like franchise concept that you've worked with? And the other question is, what is the thing that most entrepreneurs who are interested in getting into franchising miss in the process? Okay. So the first question is going to be my favorite. Yes. And then the second one was, I'm sorry if you could repeat Yeah, that. it's what when entrepreneurs look to either buy or start a franchise, what's the one thing that they usually don't understand about the process? Okay, so to answer your first question, I would say my favorite brand would have been House Doctors Professional Handyman Service. And this is when I was actually directly an employee of this company, and I loved everything about it. I loved my boss. I loved my job. I loved my franchisees. It wasn't a position where I dreaded going to work every day. And while there was some travel, it wasn't significant. So it was like that happy balance. And I thoroughly enjoyed what I was doing. And it wasn't something that I just had this one focus every day or one area that I was focusing on. My position there was doing all of the onboarding for all of our new franchise partners. It was handling the entire franchise training program, plus having direct responsibility for 71 of our franchise locations nationwide. So there was so much diversity to my role that every day was different and that makes things fun and exciting. So I would say that's definitely my favorite to date, though I will say I've worked with a lot of amazing franchise systems as a freelance consultant. And what I enjoy about that is I'm learning so much about these different concepts all over. And it's really fascinating many days. And then I would say like the one thing when potential entrepreneurs are looking at franchising Kind of a, a misconception would be like we were like talking about earlier where they think just because they have this franchise, people are going to come knocking at the door. At the end of the day, they're still essentially a new business, but they're not having to figure out everything on their own. I would say my best advice for potential franchisees that are looking at different opportunities is call the existing franchisees in that franchise system and talk to them about their experience. Because any franchise system can try and sell you that they're the greatest out there and this is why you should join us. But at the end of the day, 
it's their current existing franchisees that are going to be able to give you their own experience and what things have been like for them. Yeah, that's absolutely wonderful advice. One, because it's so important to learn from other people's experiences because it can save you a lot of time and a lot of trial and error yourself. And the other reason is just because you, anytime, at least for me, anytime I want to get involved with another business, a coach, a mentor, whatever it may be, always go and find out and talk to a couple of people who have been through their program or who have signed up with their franchise or like what you say, and find out because if they're not delivering and not giving you the things you need to succeed, it's not something that you want to get involved with. Yeah. And in 18 years, I've come across franchise systems that there are a lot of things that I saw or I experienced that I wasn't really that excited about. And there's a lot of really great franchise systems out there. And look for those franchise systems that are awarding franchises versus just trying to sell you. Makes sense. Okay. Now the audience won't let me off the hook if I don't ask you this. So I want to set aside any kind of like dollar figure, a number. And I want to ask you about the lifestyle that financial freedom of will afford you. Let's say you get to the point where you've grown everything you're doing, where you don't have to be active on a day-to-day basis in your business unless you want to. You have all the money you've ever wanted to go and live the lifestyle you really want. What does that look like for you? And what are you going to be doing with your time? First, I want to say that um, in franchising in particular, um, there's a lot of opportunities out there to where you have a lot of freedom in terms of the day-to-day business. There's a lot of franchise concepts out there where their franchise owners are not expected to be active in the business every single day, or more so what I like to say, doing the business, but more so overseeing it. So there's a lot of freedom with that, which can also allow for more financial freedom. Maybe you want to have multiple different franchise units, but if you were doing the business every day, how are you going to be at five different locations? And then in terms of like lifestyle and being able to afford things, or what does that look like for me? I think that financial freedom means a lot to different people. And maybe just making enough to where you can have a better work-life balance is going to be what financial freedom means to somebody. And for me, having been sick, um, for me, I appreciate being able to have that work-life balance. So that's like what financial freedom means for me. I want to be able to make those memories in life. I want to be able to spend and have the time to focus on my health and wellness regimen you know, every day. So that's what my lifestyle looks like in in having financial freedom. Because if you can't have financial freedom, how are you going to be able to do those things? I don't need to make millions and millions of dollars, I think, to to be happy or to be able to do those things. But I would say work-life balance to me is what financial freedom is. Awesome. I love it. There's, yeah. There's a lot of people that just have to work and work and they still feel like they're not making ends meet or they can't enjoy the things in life or do the things they want to do for themselves. Yeah. It's easy to get caught up in that and to, you know, do the comparing to other people, the keeping up with the Joneses, because it's never something for most people where they're satisfied. The more money that you make, 
the more money that you want to make. As you move up in income bracket or social status or whatever it is, you start to look at the people around you and compare what they have to what you have. And it's easy to get caught up in that and to think that you always need to be doing more and forget that, you know, it's okay to be where you are in the process and to just enjoy the moment. Yeah. One advice I have for people is have multiple streams of income. Because if something doesn't work out, you've always got that backbone. Like for me, I've got the virtual franchise with Juice Plus and Tower Garden. I've got a book that's going to promote or create wealth for me for eternity until someone decides or everyone decides they don't need that book anymore. So it's really having those multiple streams of income. And even if you look right now, when we look at artificial intelligence, for example, and they're predicting 3 million job losses from AI coming into the picture. What about all of those 300 million people that are going to be losing their jobs? How awesome would it be if they have a second stream of income? Maybe we can get them all to be franchisees. And you know what? If there's anyone out there that's listening to this podcast and they're interested in learning more about franchising or learning more specifically about different franchise organizations, feel free to reach out to me. I definitely have a lot of amazing, great people in my franchise network that I trust and that I refer. And there's a lot of different franchise consultants out there that help those potential individuals become entrepreneurs. So I'd be glad to help. Awesome. I love that. And that was actually my next question. So for people who do want to do that, what is the best place to find out more about what you do and to get in touch with you? Yeah. So anyone can find me from a professional perspective on LinkedIn. And my name isn't spelled traditionally. That was my mom's idea, I think, so that they didn't have to buy me souvenirs way back in the day. <laughs> Nothing had my name on it. So it's spelled T-A-M-I, Burdick, B-U-R-D-I-C-K. Again, that's on LinkedIn. For anyone who wants to get my book, like I said, that is actually sold exclusively on Amazon through the website, not through the app. It is an ebook just because everybody's on the go these days and you can download it to any device. You do not have to have a Kindle to review it. And then I'm also on Instagram. So if you just want to follow me, you can go to diagnosisdetective.tammyburdick on Instagram and give me a follow there. Awesome. Tammy, were you an author before this? I was not. I've actually had it as a bucket list item. I've written a lot of things over the years from poems to family members to training manuals, operations manuals, training content, marketing programs for my, my professional career. I'm like, I have such an amazing story with a lot of information that could help so many people. And that's when I decided to scratch off that bucket list item and I had a lot of free time during the pandemic when I was affected professionally and I had no excuses not to be able to make that happen. So I did. Amazing. So for all of those out there who still have write a book on your bucket list, no excuses, go get it done. Go get it done. And you know what? Do what I did. Just open your laptop, open Microsoft Word, start typing away and you'll figure the rest out. Yep. That's it. You just got to get started. Tammy, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to interview you. Uh, I don't usually get to talk to people who work with franchises and franchisees. So I've really enjoyed that. And I'm sure the audience will derive a lot of value from it. So just thank you so much again. Likewise to you, my friend.
Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And to everybody listening out there, if it's been an absolute pleasure to you and you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, I don't know what you're waiting for because I ask you every episode, please kindly go do that. And if you can leave us one of those five-star reviews, that also helps us out a ton and to get the word out to other entrepreneurs. If you're an entrepreneur yourself and you would like to come on the podcast and be interviewed and tell more about your business, like our amazing guest here, today, Tammy, we would absolutely love to talk to you. You can go to pyfpodcast.com for that. That's the letters pyfpodcast.com. And we'd love to chat. We'll see you next time. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also gonna get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.